with hints, tips and tradey chat. Grab yourself a brew because it's about to start. This is Women in Trades with Amy the Sparky. Before the show starts, I just quickly wanted to talk to you about Tradeify. Tradeify is a fast-growing job management platform for all busy tradespeople. It's great for managing all sorts of business admin such as quotes, tracking invoices, timesheets and appointments, leaving you more time to focus on other important things. Tradeify have very kindly given me a discount code for my viewers, so check them out by clicking the link in my show description and using discount code AMY50 to get 50% off. Now, let's crack on with this show. Hello and welcome to Women in Trades with Amy the Sparky. Um, today, I'm going to be talking to Louise from Her Home Improvements. Hello. 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 Um, I Hello. Um, only recently found your account, to be honest, because I was talking to uh, Ruth a couple of weeks ago, HVAC Girlo. Um, yeah. And we were talking about you. She's a big fan. She's telling me how she's going to get you to do her up her house for her. I don't know if you know that you're doing that, but you're I, I, this is news to me. Thanks, you're going Tony. To, uh, Dublin, so that'll be nice. Great. <laughs> I'm going for a night out, so we'll go at the same time, and then we can all go. All go oh, right. So this is this is a like a full kind of you need all the tradeswomen to sort the house out job. Well, yeah. Oh, do you know what? That's a good idea, actually. I was thinking just a weekend going out, but <laughs> if Ruth needs a bathroom, we might as well crack on. Get that done. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm getting myself into this uh, situation now <laughs> that I didn't quite realise until now. <laughs> <laughs> I've tricked you. <laughs> yeah. Um. No. Yeah. We. Yeah. That's how I found out about you. So you are going over there to do that. So good luck. Oh, thanks. Um. <laughs> um. So yeah, tell us a bit about you then. Tell us about, uh, well, your work, first of all, what you do, because you do everything. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I started um, more so with kind of small repairs and things like that. Um, but I always had a, an aim to kind of get into larger projects such as bathroom refurbs, um, purely because I felt like it's something you can kind of get your teeth into for a while um and use lots of different skills um and yeah just kind of make really good transformations um so i feel like in terms of you know job satisfaction that's quite nice because you really do yeah. see quite a dramatic difference so yeah. that was always kind of the goal um and yeah ultimately to be able to learn and do as much as i possibly can um within a property really with a view to probably ending up in property development at some point um oh, so cool. yeah i just i don't know it's something i've always wanted to do so um yeah started small um like i say with the repairs and things and uh yeah like to be to be where i am now um actually on quite a few bathroom refurbs um i'm i'm quite happy with how quickly that seems to have progressed so hopefully i'll have a few houses like in another couple of years so oh, that's brilliant so how long have you been doing it um about three years now um okay. so not very long uh but but yeah, obviously with, with COVID happening, that's kind of slowed things down for a little while. Uh, so prior to COVID, um, I feel like that pre-COVID and sort of, you know, not post-COVID, but, you know, now kind of stage, um, there's been quite a dramatic difference, I think, for me, business-wise. It feels like my work pre-COVID uh, pre was more 
more kind of smaller jobs with the occasional larger job. Whereas now I feel like people are probably investing money into their properties rather than other things right now. And that is why there has been such a high demand for larger projects, I suppose. Um, We're finding that so. We're so busy. So, Like everybody I speak to generally is really mm. busy at the minute. I think lots of people are investing in their um, properties. So yeah, it's good, good for us. It is very good for us. Although I feel like as soon as everyone's able to go on holiday, we'll all be broke. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, start saving now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but we'll be on holiday too, because we bloody deserve it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, a break would be nice here and there, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. So um, what did you do before? I'm just, just curious. Um, directly before um, getting into trades, I worked for the NHS in mental health services. Oh, wow. So, yeah, quite a quite a big difference. Um, but, yeah, um, I always wanted to kind of be in trade. Um, so I think I remember sort of the first sort of memories was maybe around 1920 when I was like, okay, I want to be a plasterer. And I seriously looked into it. Um, I was looking into vans, courses, all sorts of things. Um, and circumstances at the time didn't really allow me to do that. Um, but it's always sort of been a goal. Um, and I remember I was working in, um, I was working with adults with uh, autism and sort of, you know, various uh, different needs really um, back in, back in the day. And um I remember one guy, he was like, so what are your what are your goals for working in this job, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I was like, I don't really have any. Like, my goal is to kind of get into um, get into trades. And he looked at me and laughed and he was like, yeah, good luck. <laughs> I was just like, really? yeah, there was a man. Um, and I just thought, Do you know what? Like, that always sticks with me, that particular um, memory. But I thought, Do you know what? Like, you don't know who you're talking to. Because if I want to do something, yeah. like, I will, I will find a way to achieve that. Yeah. Um, and it may take me. I mean, essentially, it took me the best part of 10 years. But yeah. I'm here now. So, you know. It just makes you more determined, doesn't it? If people don't, you know... Have, have faith in you, don't believe you can do it. Just You just get more determined and think, right, I'm going to have to do yeah. it more. <laughs> 100%. Um, I think for me, like, I've always, I've always wanted to have my own business. I've always wanted to sort of run my own show. I've never really liked the fact that people um, in, you know, general kind of employment roles, you know, their bosses have complete power over their financial situation, which therefore is power over your life. And I... I never wanted that. I wanted some sort of stability that I could create for myself. Um, so I feel like, you know, that that was really my main driving factor and the fact that I used to love DIY. So, you know, yeah. hand in hand, really. Yeah. A trade is good for that, isn't it? You can, you know, once you sort of know what you're doing and you've built up your, you know, kit, you've got a van, you can earn as much as you want it depending on how much you want to put into it how many hours and days you want to put into it but the you know the opportunity is there to go out and if you're willing to work you can um really earn some good money can't you yeah well this is it i think um yeah obviously financial gain is good um but really for me it was always more kind of that that security that i can create for myself and the yeah. job satisfaction really because i used to never look forward to going to work really and although I feel like I was pretty good in all the jobs that I've done, 
um, because I always, you know, I would always try and try and be the best that I could be and no matter what I was doing. Um, I was never happy or excited um, to go to work. Like, yeah. whereas I don't, I don't dread getting up to work. Mm. Mm. So yeah, I never, I never dread it. I never dread it. I'm always, I mean, sometimes I'm knackered, yeah. obviously, yeah. but I never think, oh my God, what am I doing? Like, I'm so miserable. Like, apart from just being generally old and miserable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, apart from that, it's good. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with where I am professionally. So yeah, brilliant. So training wise, um, you obviously didn't do um, uh, the apprenticeship or anything like that. Um, what, what sort of courses and stuff did you do to help you get to... Um, you know, get qualified in what you want to do? So um, when I was thinking about becoming a plasterer a few years back, um, yeah. I was looked into courses with a company called Able Skills in Dartford, um, which is where I'm based. And um, yeah, so I was always aware of, of their courses and what they offered. Um, but like I say, circumstances at the time didn't allow me to go and complete anything. So I always had in the back of my mind that when I was ready to go, that would be the uh the company that i would use to to gain the skills that i needed if i hadn't found another route in um so i decided i'd go and do a multi-craft diploma with them um so it's a sitting guilds um qualification um so yeah like self self-funded full-time um course so you just choose your topics so you can kind of make your own bespoke package and obviously the price tag depends on what you select um and then just yeah do do sort of you know it's only it's only kind of like level one basic stuff um so i was only there for two months full time um and obviously i had to take two months unpaid leave from work as well so overall it's quite expensive um if you think about the money that you're losing for two months of full-time work and then the investment into the course as well that together I think for me it's about seven and a half grand or wow. something like that. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a big commitment, but um, that was my that was my route in. I didn't really see any other route in. I had my sort of DIY skills. I had some basic knowledge in the topics that I wanted to study, um, but I just wanted a bit of confidence and a qualification to back me up, really. So that's what I did. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. What? Um... I didn't even know courses like that existed, but that's really good. They're sort of like tailor made. You can pick what you, um, you know, what you want to do. So, what topics did you choose then? So I chose uh, tiling, plastering, plumbing, and carpentry. Oh. Um, yeah. So tiling, I absolutely loved. Um, like I'd done a little bit, but not much. And what I had done was awful. Um, <laughs> so... I don't know. I've never, I've never had a go at tiling. Um, I think I don't know if I'd be any good at it, but I'd love to have a go. Do you know what? Like with the right guidance, you'd be fine. But <laughs> what the, the first sort of go that I had pre any sort of real training, like yeah, it's not good, and I still have to look at it every now and again, and it's a bit disappointing and a bit painful. But hey, yeah. um, it's in it's in my it's in my mum's house, so uh, so yeah, I get to look <laughs> at that sometimes. I'm like. Yeah. Yeah, that's a stark reminder of why you should do some training. <laughs> but um, yeah, I loved I loved the tiling. Um, I like I liked the plumbing. Um, 
I picked up the plastering pretty easily, which was surprising because they, the guys that were training us sort of said, like, you're either going to get it or you won't. And you could really see that across the different people in the training centre. Some people loved it. Some people just couldn't get the knack. Um, but I didn't really like carpentry. And I don't do much carpentry now. I just, um, I do what I have to do. Um, but it's not something that kind of, you know, excites me. <laughs> okay. What, so what's your favourite thing to do now? Um, you know, like, I mean, I, I do like tiling. Um, I do like plastering. Um, I feel like that's probably the two things that I'm better at, uh, naturally kind of better at. Yeah. Um, but generally speaking, um, anything that kind of just involves a, a little bit of variety. So like I say, like bathrooms or just small repairs, like a bunch of small repairs in someone's house. Like I've had, I've had quite a few of those quite, kind of jobs where people have obviously either attempted themselves during lock lockdown um <laughs> or they just realized how much stuff they needed to attend to um so stuff like that that just kind of gives me a little bit of variety i don't like to get bored like you know when i'm working like i like that variety yeah so what um have you got any sort of standout jobs that you you know remember that you've sort of been like favorite jobs or jobs that you were really proud of that you sort of at the beginning, you thought, oh, God, I'm not sure about this. It's going to be a struggle. Or... And then you've smashed it. I think that about every job. Um, <laughs> I think I'm a bit every... <laughs> I have a little panic at the beginning of every job. Like, I can't do this. And then I do it. And I'm like, smashed it. Knew <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I pretty much think every job, I'm like, I'm never kind of cocky about it, you know. I've I've networked quite well with various people that I can pick up the phone and be like, I'm not too sure about this. Can you just like point me in the right direction, or can I hand it over to you and you complete this element of of the work? So that's amazing. Um, so so yeah, and support. Yeah, definitely. You so better, don't you, about taking jobs on because you you always got in the back of your mind that you know if you were desperate, if you needed help or advice. Uh, and I've said it before, that's what I've loved about Instagram, because I've met lots of people that have really helped me out. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's been very good for networking, um, for sure. Um, so I had to do that quite, quite hard, uh, quite hard networking when I started um, as her home improvements. But in terms of answering the actual question, um, probably the... I think it's the last bathroom refurb that I've posted on my Instagram account, where it's basically a whole bunch of white Metro tiles. Um, it was a full rip out. It was, a, it was, was it the first one? I'm not sure if it's the first one I did entirely on my own. Um, certainly the first one of that scale entirely on my own. It took me sort of, you know, the best part of two weeks. Um, and the floor was up, like new floors, new walls, like in places. Um, it was an absolute full refurb. But looking at the before and after, like I was, I was really, really like proud of that, to be honest. Um, and I never would have thought three years ago that that would be something that I could achieve at this point. So that, yeah, that was awesome. That's I was very happy with that. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, is there any other um, female traders in your area that you work with or? So, so I, as I say, I networked quite hard when I started with her home improvements because yeah. when I wasn't really ready to launch as self-employed, but circumstances with my family pretty much meant that I, I had to. There was some stuff going off um, and 
yeah, basically I was needed by them. So I was like, great, okay, I'm not ready, but I'm gonna have to kind of like make this work really. Um, so um, I networked very, very hard at the start. I was like, right, I need to contact all the women that I can possibly find um, that could help me. Um, and obviously, no, not excluding guys, um, but obviously I had a focus with networking with other tradeswomen. Um, so yeah, um, I sought out Wendy, female Tyler, because um, I needed a tiling contact, obviously. Um, I sought out um, Ella and Kate, Plastered Sisters. Um, so yeah, because I was like, damn, I'm gonna need some, some help on the plastering front. Um, uh, I have worked with Tash from Get Her Trades. Um, a few times the last bathroom refurb i did was alongside tash um so emma uh Plumhurst, um she is about 20 minutes down the road from me um okay, that's good. yeah so in terms of plumbing contact like she's the most local um so when i'm too weak to get a stop cock off um i'll ring her up and say can you just go and do that for me because i've got no muscles <laughs> um but yeah, so there's a, there's a few people there's a few people around, but I've um, yeah I've met I've met a few different people like pre lockdown, um, like like I say at the time it was a real big focus to just try and sort of network with as many people that were skilled in their trade as possible because I I I was very very like new obviously I'd had no sort of no one had taken me under their wing or anything like that I'd not been anyone's apprentice so. It was like, I'm going to go and do this. I'm going to start sort of relatively modest, like, jobs in terms of repairs and things. But I'm going to need these people. Yes. So that's well, pretty much what I did. Brave. It's scary starting out. Like you say, you're on your own, really. Just going for it. And some, sometimes, although it's difficult because you feel like you're just thrown in the deep end, sometimes that's the best way because you have to make it work. Like, in your situation at the time. It had to work and that's why you work so hard with networking and just getting on with it because that's your only option and basically that, yeah. that amy yeah. yeah basically that that's pretty <laughs> much what i had to do um and i'm very grateful for the circumstances that pushed me into this when it when it did because obviously here i am now um you know hopefully at some point able to kind of like help other people as well yeah um and i i do occasionally get like people messaging or you know like other people in trade sort of asking my opinion um and i'm you know i'm clearly clearly i don't know like everything um at all but if i can offer them any kind of guidance like the things that i've learned that i didn't know like you know a few years ago then of course i'm going to give that so that's what it's all about isn't it that's what this podcast um is about and um I think this, I think I've released nine episodes and, and the last few weeks especially, I've had a lot of uh, messages on Instagram from um, young girls, some, some lads as well, but um, a lot of girls, which is really encouraging, um, that just want to want advice and I don't know, they want the sort of, um, you know, basically they want me to say all the positive things like, yeah, it's good fine it's going to be okay yeah you're going to come across this but in the end it's the best thing i've ever done and it is so yeah it's working you know this is what i wanted from from the podcast to encourage other girls into it um so yeah you you might get people rushing you and you can uh 
tell them how amazing it is being in the trade. <laughs> I mean, seeing there'll be just tons of us, it'd be amazing. Yeah, I mean, like, um, obviously, it's taken me a little while to get back to you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I messaged Ruth again. I was like, Ruth, tell Louise to make me back. I really want to talk to her. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it's just been busy, both professionally and personally. It's just been busy. Um, but I had to, I had to think about it. Literally, like, I don't know. It, I think it was last night or today. Um, and I was like, do you know, like something like this when I was looking to get into trades um, would have been really helpful and motivational and encouraging and hopefully inspiring to me. Um, so it kind of, it kind of gave me the shove that I needed. I thought, you know, like I can be miserable and antisocial if I want to be, but actually, you know, by coming on here and giving a little bit of, of insight into how I entered into what I do now um, and what I've achieved in a relatively short space of time, yeah. could actually be quite helpful to to some you know some other people out there so that's really what kind of prompted me to, <laughs> to get in touch with you and I thought <laughs> yeah I was like come on like so you know when I when I kind of flipped it because I don't I don't really want to kind of you know I don't really like just kind of talking about myself like <laughs> too much really um and yeah like Sometimes I feel like all the camera stuff is quite forced, um, but I'm putting myself out here in the hope that it might help someone. So. Well, thanks so much. I do really appreciate it. I know it's not, um, you know, it's difficult for some people. I, believe it or not, don't like being on camera. Um, I don't like the sound of my own voice at all, and I haven't watched any of these episodes back um, because... Really? Yeah, especially last week's. I, I, I watched short the first 10 seconds to make sure it's recorded properly uh, before I send it for the video to be put together. And last week, it was just, all you could see was my double chins. I was just like, for God's sake, I just sort of like going out anyway. So today I've put my laptop on top of my bread bin to bring it up a bit. So it's... Good for you. I'm such a professional. I know, like, yeah, I'm the same as you, Amy, honestly, like, I don't like the way that I sound, I don't like the way that I look, like, I just think, you know what, I can't change that, so, you know, here I am, hopefully, being helpful to someone. Just put yourself out there. Um, what was I going to ask you? Oh, um, advertising. So, I know that you've um, you've got a truck, but it's not um, sign written. So, how do you advertise? Do you advertise local uh, magazines, or or is it? Does a lot of your work come from word of mouth? Or yeah, I, I've got to be honest. I don't advertise. Um, That's amazing, considering that yeah. you know three years. Yeah, I, honestly, I do not invest a penny in advertising. Oh. Um, so I have business cards, obviously, that I give generally to customers that ask them or, yeah. you know, people that I come into contact with. Clearly not lately because of COVID. But, um, yeah. but you know, I have business cards that exist um, should the need arise. Um, but other than that, um, I get contacted through my Facebook page. Yeah, I rarely get contacted through Instagram. I think I can count on one hand how many inquiries that I've had through Instagram. Okay. Um, other than that, 
I believe a lot of it comes from referrals from other tradespeople that are aware of me and what I do. Yeah. Um, and I think that is pretty much the main source of of, of my work, really. So, yeah. yeah. Um, it's good. It's good. I mean, my brother gave me the best piece of advice when I was starting up. And he, he literally said, Louise, you need to just have fingers in pies. And I was like, okay, but it stuck with me. And actually, like, you know, it's true. The more people that you know, and the more people that are aware of what you do, um, and the more things that you can kind of, I don't know, just sort of get involved in here and there, it only benefits you. uh, Because you never know, like, when you may, when you may need sort of somebody. So, um, yeah, like, professionally, I think contacts really count. Yeah. Wow, that's brilliant, that is. That's, that's I mean, you don't have to spend any money on advertising. Well, I mean, it saves, it saves me a lot of effort. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so um, what about, um, like, tooling? Because if you do a bit of everything, you must have to have tons of tools. Like, obviously, I've got just electrical kit. Do you have to have everything? Like, <laughs> have you got a garage full of stuff? I mean, honestly, I cannot <laughs> tell you. I, I tell you, like, I have more tools than anything else that I own. Like, yes. honestly, that is not, that's not an exaggeration at all. Um, yeah, like, the things that I own are probably 80% tools, 20%, like, you know, necessary possessions, shall <laughs> I say. Um, but I also love tools, so it really doesn't take me much to to be like oh yeah I really need that slash <laughs> don't need it but really want it Wonderful. um yeah so that's that's like DIY stores are like my you know like my Aladdin's cave like it's the yeah. best thing ever so um so yeah like I love tools and I have a lot of them yeah of course um but for me um I never leave anything in my truck overnight um I'm always changing the jobs that I do so I have a big kind of like big part of my my week is spent loading unloading reorganizing restacking yeah. uh, tools so I'm i have to know. You do it you don't keep it all yeah. up you just think about that job or that day or week and organize those things that you know that you're going to need put them on the truck and that that's it yeah absolutely put them on the truck offload them yeah offload them on site and and leave them there hopefully um for the week or the duration um and then yeah like unload them all the other end like and that is the worst thing at the end of the night when you've got to unload i don't know 100 kilos worth of tools because you've got all your bloody boxes that weigh about 30 kilos each it's just it's horrible it's in the winter i hate it in the winter um you know when it's cold and dark and you're trying to unload all your stuff and i think oh in the summer it's not as bad but i can't imagine i'm to because obviously i've only got my like electrical kit and i don't know where everything is I can't imagine how much you've got. <laughs> I'm just sort it all. Oh, I'm telling you, <laughs> it's a lot of effort. But you know, it's the, I. I wouldn't have it any other way because I would hate to come out to my vehicle in the morning and everything's gone. Uh, I know. Not worth it. Awful, isn't it? You see, I see so many um, like van thefts or you know vans getting broken into on Facebook. It's like every day. It's disgusting. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's just, I mean, I love my truck. So if anyone broke into that, if anyone broke into that, there would be, is that your chicken, Amy? (laughs) (laughs) We got dinner in the oven. I mean, I feel like you're not really prioritising. 
it's like half nine at night, <laughs> but I decided that I wanted a chicken salad. So before we started chatting, I put a chicken in the oven. So that's me timer to say my chicken need it's one of them ones in the bag because he was washing a tray from a chicken not me so apparently now you have to open the bag baste the chicken put it back in for 20 minutes so but it'll be all right for a little bit longer because you know I (laughs) well because you're so experienced with cooking chickens that you know that it's going to be all right for like a few minutes longer while we round up our conversation (laughs) I'm going to shame you up now everybody on Instagram knows I don't cook anyway because I always put my stupid dinners on there that's like literally waffles and beans four nights this week and the other night was a microwave um (laughs) microwave meal um but yeah today I wanted a chicken so I'm cooking a chicken cooking a chicken brilliant that's interrupting our podcast right? I'm, so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry so professional look, look don't worry about it like i understand that you've got a need to eat especially <laughs> if you've been living off of waffles and beans all week like i actually feel that you should attend to that chicken for your own health and safety <laughs> there's a massive shortage of waffles at my tesco you know like, is that why you've got chicken <laughs> every time i go in i buy two boxes of 18 like, cool. uh, I'm a bit disappointed in my, with my new toaster since I moved because my last toaster yet <laughs> used to toast my waffles in six minutes and I had it all right. like sorted. I could do my avocado, my scrambled egg and my beans in those six minutes and it was all on the plate within six minutes. This toaster's a bit slow. I did them for seven minutes in the week but they were still a bit, you know, pale so I'm doing them for eight and it's put all my timing out. <laughs> I didn't even know, Amy, that you could cook waffles in a toaster. No. That's why I eat them all the time, because they're gluten-free, and you can do them in the toaster. You don't ever have to turn the oven on. It's amazing. (laughs) You've you've blown my mind. Honestly, I don't even remember the last time I ate a waffle, if I'm honest. You have to have them for breakfast now. Have waffles and beans. Do them in the toaster. Let me know how you get on. Um, I'm very routine when it comes to breakfast. I'm all about my cereal. So. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Sorry, it's a bit boring. I'm in for dinner one day. Um, anyway, I'm going to wrap this up because I've totally lost, lost my thread of what I was talking to you about. Because you need your chicken. You need your chicken it. out of the oven. Yeah, my chicken's going to be mad dry if I leave it much longer. It's oh, right. It smells beautiful. Really, I'm really very good. pleased for you. Again. <laughs> I said, I'm very pleased for you. Thank you. I'll let you know what it tastes like. I'm going to have it with a bit of salad. I've got some gluten-free pizza bread, so I might taste one of them and put it, you know, chicken salad pizza, just in case you were all wondering what I was going to do with the chicken when it's cooked. If it's not burnt. <laughs> all right, I'm going. Um, thanks so much for talking to me um, and sharing your, uh, you know, journey of, of how you've uh, got to where you are. You've done really, really well in three short years. You've done amazing. And I'm glad that you're finally happy in your job and you found your passion. Thank you very much. And you're uh, at Her Home Improvements, yeah? For anyone that wants to do and question you. uh, Yeah, thanks. I'm uh, at Amy the Sparky. If you want any uh, cooking tips, um, (laughs) get at me on Instagram. Also... 
possibly electrical questions I might be able to answer or <laughs> just don't just don't ask me about dishwashers. Oh no, don't bring up the dishwasher. Don't bring up the dishwasher. I'm going before you shame me even more. Sorry. <laughs> Good to talk to you. I'll see you later. See you later. Bye. That was Women in Trades with Amy the Sparky. Never miss an episode by subscribing now. Just hit the subscribe button and turn your notifications on.